Hi, I'm Coach Corey Wayne, and this is my video coaching newsletter. And the topic of today's newsletter is going to be because you're lovable. Well, I've got an email here from a 22-year-old Marine, and he's got a success story that he wanted to share. Everything's going well in his relationship, but he wanted to share some epiphanies of how learning to love himself enabled him to attract and keep, obviously including his girlfriend, the kind of people in his life that he wanted to. So we're going to talk about today is how you view yourself influences and affects your ability to attract and keep the right people into your life and repel the wrong people. So I got a quote that I wrote on this topic and we're going to jump right in to his email. And so the quote says, you attract how you act. If you view yourself as lovable and deserving of what you want, you will attract people who will resonate with that self-perception. If you view yourself as lacking, unworthy, or undeserving of what you want, you will attract people who match that self-perception. Not everyone is going to like you, want you, or see your value, but the right people will. By not being attached to any person or circumstance, you allow others the freedom to come and go as they please. When you are attached, you tend to try and force things. Attachment causes you to chase and act unworthy, which will repel what and whom you want. Non-attachment creates attraction and mutual respect. So let's go through his email. He says, hey coach, I hope life is treating you well. Well, I live in the beach. How could, how could life be any more awesome than that? I mean, life is great. I got no complaints. I wanted to email you my success with your book. I'm 22 and I'm on your book for the fifth time and man, is it eye-opening. There's no problems in my current relationship as we communicate well and I apply your principles correctly. We met in college last year in September and I took her to the Marine Corps Ball. By the way, thank you for your service. And also went on an eight-day cruise together in January. She paid her own half for the cruise and excursions that was nice of her. And in short, the trip went flawlessly and we've done a lot more together. Now I'm going away for four months for some training in California. I, th I think a set to set a Skype date once per week is good. Well, every long distance girlfriend that I've had over the years, like doing Skype video dates or FaceTime chats, usually never done more than one date a week. And when you're dating a woman that's in another country or maybe she's on the other side of the country, what I've done in the past is actually sit down and have dinner or wine and my girlfriend will be having dinner or wine on the other side of the video. And it's really cool. The only difference is there's no hooking up virtually when she's in another part of the world or another part of the country. But typically when, you know, really when you're in a serious relationship once a week, is fine. Now there might be some texting. She might read, you know, more. Most women are going to reach out and text throughout the day or send you messages throughout the day, and that's fine. But you want to have at least one Skype video date per week, and it's just better to let things build up and go on in your life. And that way, when you have your date online, you actually have something to catch up about, and there's something to look forward to instead of just texting and talking to each other virtually all day long because then when you have your date it's like you already know everything that's gone on in the other person's 
life. So that really works well. That's always worked well for me. And as long as you do the right things, it'll work great for you. I've had plenty of clients over the years do the same thing. Because the whole idea is to show that you care, that she's important to you. Because women know that when you care and you love them, you'll make time for them to make a date and take them out, make the plans. So obviously if she's reaching and texting out, reaching out to you, it's still your duty as the man, as the leader in the relationship to make a date. Make, make a date online virtually and then have your date and figure out some fun things that you can do together. Maybe you can do a game virtually. Maybe you can play checkers or chess or something like that while, as you're sitting there. Come up with creative things. Don't do the same thing all the time. Keep it fun, keep it interesting. Because at the end of the day, if you really care, you'll spend the time. But if your relationship becomes the same dull, boring routine over and over, then it gets bored. And we all know what happens when the cat gets bored. It tends to wander off and go find something more exciting. So if you are constantly giving the cat things to play with, if you will, metaphorically, the cat's going to want to stick around and be excited. What's he going to do next? I'm not going to be one of those guys in the military constantly calling their girlfriend every day and telling them how much they love her. Besides, this training is no joke and it's one of the hardest in the service. That's why you got to focus on your mission and your purpose in life. Because literally in your line of work, not being 100% focused and keeping your head on a swivel, swivel literally can get in the way of you keeping it. Because of you, I'm getting into real estate and starting up another business as well this year when I get back home. I know real estate will be hard and people will give me shit for it, just like when I joined the range, but fuck them. I mean, at the end of the day, you are going to know better than anybody else why, it is, why you're doing what you're doing. and Because everybody's got an opinion on everything, and we all know what they say about opinions. Everybody's, they're like assholes. Everybody's got one, and they all stink and that's why it's so important that you got to have an emotionally compelling reason if you're going to get into real estate investing the only reason you should get into real estate investing is because you love it you're excited about it it's something that's compelling to you especially like if you're getting into the fixer-upper side of things you got to have a passion for it because if you don't have a passion for it and you don't love it you won't take the time to really develop your skills and develop your knowledge of how to succeed in it and having bought and sold hundreds of homes personally over the years in my real estate career and having been personally involved in thousands of loan transactions and sales transactions, I've seen plenty of investors lose their ass that don't know what they're doing. As a matter of fact, the place that I'm in right now, I got a really great deal because the guy that owned it really didn't know what he was doing and he's got a realtor that is more interested in selling him properties than helping him lease them and sell them and get top dollar. But there always are going to be people out there like that. So the idea is you get to buy low and sell high. He says, maybe you can relate, but I've looked at the lives of people who have ever given me advice on the rules to live by and then look to see if they're happy or not, successful, etc. Finally, I can't take credit for these thoughts, but I've learned when you're out in the world doing wonderful things, you love yourself, and once you're successful as a human being, you won't care whether or not people will love or call you anymore. And then it's at this point when other people will come to you because you're lovable. 
So let's, obviously that's the whole point of the video is viewing, getting to a place where you see yourself as lovable. Because if you don't see yourself as lovable and worthy, that's gonna affect how you talk to other people. That's gonna affect the tone of your voice. That's gonna affect your physiology. And what's interesting, I think the numbers are 70, over 70% of our, what we communicate is nonverbal. Body language, the tone of our voice, our physiology, the look on our face, all of these things. And people can tell when you're happy and you're loving life and you're excited and you have a vision for where you're going and can, people can tell when you're not. And we all love to be around happy people. And if you don't view yourself as being lovable, then like when I was younger, I spent a lot of time hanging out with people that were just dicks to me. I mean, I had a former best friend that wrecked my fucking Lotus Esprit. When I was, this was back in 1998, I was 28 years old and I got my first exotic car. And he was my roommate at the time and I let him drive it. I drove it to work the first day I got it, and the next day I let him take it to work. And what does he do? Literally three hours later, I get a call that he fucking wrecked it. Now, why did that happen? Because he didn't give a shit. He didn't pay for it. He was hot rodding the car. I told him to be careful with it, and he wasn't. I mean, you don't go out and hot rod a ninety-fucking-thousand-dollar car like that. And that was just one of many instances over the many years that he and I were friends. Like I had lent him money when we were in our early 20s because he wasn't very responsible. And then he never, he never was paying me back and it was never really a priority because I allowed him to take advantage of me because I was much less experienced than I am now and I put up with that shit. And I in essence enabled his behavior. I enabled him to take advantage of me and to mistreat me. And that, that guy used to be my best friend. He was my best man in my wedding. And I don't even talk to him anymore. I think everybody that's watching this has somebody or maybe several people that at one time in their life were the most important friends that you had in your life and now they're not even in your life. And so as you learn to love yourself and value yourself, when you have people in your life that consistently take advantage of you and do stupid shit like that you lend them money and they don't pay you back or you lend them money and you end up having to you know like this particular friend when I lend him money he ends up giving me his Harley Davidson to sell and so I ended up having to sell his fucking motorcycle because he was too fucking lazy to do it to get my money back it was just stupid things like that and as I got older and I started to really learn to value myself. I was like, this guy's just taking advantage of me. And the interesting thing was, is like when I was a teenager, my parents didn't like this guy. They didn't, they saw right through him. But because I wanted a friend, he was fun to hang out with, don't get me wrong. But when it comes to shit like that, he was just kind of a dick. And he even went to work for one of my business partners in the division they ran when, back when I was in real estate. And then he left on really bad terms and badmouthed me, badmouthed my partners. I'm thinking, this guy was my... This guy was my best friend. He was my best man in my wedding, and he wasn't getting along with my business partner, and then he fucking badmouthed me. And I mean, that's just a shitty thing to do, and the world is full of people that are like that. I'm sure probably many of you watching this have lent money to friends at one point who you thought you were close to, and as soon as you gave them the money, you never heard from them again. But it's all how, and the reason I allowed those things to happen was just because how I viewed myself. I was willing to put up with that kind of bullshit but as a, and it's the same thing dating wise when you date somebody and 
they don't show up when they say they're going to or they're late or they jerk you around if you don't see yourself as valuable and lovable you'll make excuses for that other person but if you value yourself and you love yourself and you see yourself as lovable you'll recognize that that's just not the right way for people to be treating you you'll tell them how you want to be treated and then you'll just let it go and then it's up to them to either treat you how you want to be treated or they can go find somebody else to abuse but it takes a lot of inner strength to do that especially when it involves somebody that you're dating because again it's all how we view ourselves and the way we view ourselves is going to determine what kind of people that we allow, that we attract into our life the kind of people that we allow to stay in our life because at, at the end of the day what you observe you participate in so if you've got people in your life that are taking advantage of you or not treating you the way you want explain to them what you want from them and give them the space and the time to say you know what you're right you're you really are a great person and I do you do deserve to be treated the way you want to be treated and I'll treat you that way and when you love yourself and you respect yourself if somebody continues to violate you violate yourself to violate your dignity you got to cut them loose and unfortunately that's the way it is but when you do that when you cut somebody loose who's not treating you the way you want to be treated you cre you create the space for them to step up and be what they're capable of and have the kind of relationship you want or you create space for them to say hey you know what pound fucking sand I'm out of here and let them go find somebody else because the right people when you love yourself and you value yourself you just simply won't tolerate bullshit you won't tolerate people that lie to you you won't tolerate people that are inconsistent you won't tolerate people that fucking cancel plans on you at the last minute for a bullshit excuse or people that are always asking to borrow money and then you lend them money and then you never hear from them again until the next time they need something from you so it's really important to learn to love yourself and learn to love your life and create a life and lifestyle that's exciting and compelling and make sure that the people that are showing up in your life continue to treat you the way you want to be treated. And if they don't, it, no harm, no foul. It doesn't mean you got to hate them or they got to hate you. Maybe it's just time for them to move along. People come and go in your life, but the right people will stay. Nobody's perfect. We all have flaws. We all have things that we're working on. But people who truly love and care about us will treat us the way we want to be treated because they respect, appreciate, and value us. And if they don't, it's time to show them the door. And so for those of you that have not gotten a copy of my book yet, you can read it for free on my website by subscribing to the newsletter. And you can also get the audiobook for free by becoming a subscriber to audible.com. And I will talk to you soon.